St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hi there, and thanks for tuning into another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. This is your host, Greg Lindbergh. Here on this episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast, we are showcasing the Jacksonville Education Center, as well as the Mayport Education Office uh, located in the Jacksonville area. And to help us do so, we have two great guests joining us here on the podcast. First, I'd like to welcome Jessica Starkey, who is the director of these locations. Jessica, welcome. Hi, great to be here. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. And then we also have Julius Collins, who is an academic advisor. Julius, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having us. Definitely appreciate your time as well. So let's uh, just start off with uh, a little discussion here about Jacksonville, Florida, and perhaps even, uh, you know, a little kind of lighthearted start to the podcast, just some fun facts about uh, the city of Jacksonville as well. Yes, we um, serve a large area. We're actually the 14th largest city by population in the United States, and we're the largest land-wise in the continental U.S., so we serve a, a large area here in Northeast Florida. Um, some interesting facts in the music realm. We are the area in which Leonard Skinner and the Allman Brothers bands were formed. And then we actually are a very large land or water-based city. We have 1,100 miles of shoreline between our St. John's River um, and also the beaches and other waterways in the area. And uh, we came to the national stage in 2005 by hosting the Super Bowl. So uh, we're definitely a big city, but we still have that small city mentality, which makes it special to be here in the Jacksonville area. Absolutely. And personally, I am a big music fan, so love those little music factoids as well. In terms of uh, St. Leo's presence and the history of our university in the Jacksonville market, let's, let's explore that a little bit. Yes, St. Leo has always been known for its um, ability to serve the military community. So our first established area was at the Mayport Naval Station in 1994. We're currently still there, and I am the director of that location as well. Uh, The military is also the largest employer in Jacksonville, so it was important for us to have that connection. And then our Jacksonville Center, it was opened in December of 2017 and our classes began in January of 2018 and this was after a strategic move from our location on the St. John's River State College um, that we had a partnership with and so due to growth and uh, need for facilities we made that move um, to where we're currently located for our Jacksonville Education Center. Gotcha. I see. And that's wonderful. We were able to get our own facility and have our own our own space. Yeah, it, it definitely opened up opportunities uh, to try new initiatives for us. Uh, being the uh, director of our own facilities, we can uh, make decisions based solely on St. Leo's needs. So that was um, a nice uh, benefit. And then, of course, having your own facility brings on new challenges as well. <laughs> No doubt, for sure. Yep. 
Uh, let's dive a little further into the specific locations. Uh, let's just talk about you know the, the specific location of the Jacksonville Center, the Mayport Center in terms of the address, uh, perhaps some surrounding areas, parking, whatnot. Yes. So uh, like I spoke to us moving off of the St. John's campus, um, our largest student population was in the Orange Park area. So when we decided to make the move to our own facility, we kept that in mind, wanting to serve our current population of students. So where the Jacksonville Center is located is at the Oak Leaf Town Center. This is in Jacksonville. It's on the west side. It's an open uh, retail area with restaurants, but it is very close to the Orange Park Clay County area. So we were still able to serve those students during the move. Um, and so Clay County is kind of like a suburb to Jacksonville. Uh, Clay County might not like that <laughs> description, um, but a lot of people like love to live there and then commute into Jacksonville. Um, we're lucky parking is free because we are in that retail location. Uh, it's pretty readily available, especially in the evenings, because our neighbors are typically closed by the time that we have classes in the evening time. Um, and we have the whole building, so it's easy to direct students to our location within the retail uh, map. And um, Home Depot is the store we usually direct the students to to find parking by us. Uh, so it's a really nice convenient location here on the west side of Jacksonville. Um, it's um, located at 9775 Cross Hill Boulevard. And like I said, it is Jacksonville, Florida, and it's 32222. So it's kind of easy to remember. And then our, our Mayport location, uh, if I could speak to that, is on the other side of Jacksonville on the north end. It is on the Mayport Naval Station, like I had mentioned earlier. And um, we are in with other institutions and um, the career services and the post office. So uh, we can be easily located. There's not a lot of signage, but that's usually how we direct students to get to us is uh, by directing to the postal service. Um, the parking in that situation during the day can be a little tough, but they did just open a new garage in the area so that has alleviated some traffic if you're visiting the office during the day. All of our courses are offered in the evening time. So by the time classes begin, the parking lot has emptied out. And so again, there's no cost for parking and it is plentiful for class time. Excellent. And I should mention uh, that St. Leo does have several locations, a uh, presence on, on multiple military bases around the country. And I know it's just so convenient for many of our military students to have that convenient access literally on base and I know that's another, you know, perfect example with Mayport as well. Yes. Yeah, it, it is nice for them to be able to come on their lunch breaks or right after their duty is served for the day. Exactly. In terms of the physical attributes of these two locations, let's get into, you know, the, the size of the locations and perhaps some of the resources that we offer at each of them. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and start and speak to the Jacksonville location. Uh, this facility is a little bit larger. Um, so we have 8,400 square feet that is designated for our location here. We do have a lobby uh, that has computer stations for students that want to just come in. They can do their applications here. They can upload any kind of documentation that might be needed for financial aid or for their classwork. Uh, so those are like quick in and out type of service areas. 
And we also do have a small kitchenette area that students are allowed to use. Like I said, we do have evening classes. So sometimes, you know, they'll bring some dinner with them to make it convenient. Uh, we do have our staff offices up front. So it's easy convenience for our students to come in. We have um, our advisors up front. And then we also have a staff coordinator that helps greet uh, individuals that come to visit us. We have five classrooms. And one of those classrooms also is a computer lab. What I like about the computer lab is we um, allow students to come in during the day to utilize that if they really need to delve in and do some work. It's a quiet environment. We don't typically have classes in there. We do offer CLEP testing. So we do ask students if they could call ahead just to make sure we don't have a test scheduled for the uh, computer lab. And then we also have uh, two of our classrooms have a partition that can be opened up, which allows us to have seminars or conferences. And then all of our classrooms have teaching technology in them. So there's a podium that controls our, um, we have a Elmo, which is a camera that can show documents. So anything that we don't have digitally, we can still share with the class. And then our televisions also can act as a whiteboard. So they're smart. And um, we do have our wonderful Wi-Fi and high-speed internet here. So students are bringing their own uh, technology with them. We can support them in that way. And then into regards to our Mayport location, the physical location is relatively small. We have an open office that has our two full-time staff members there. And then we have one dedicated classroom, which is also set up with a teaching podium, has um, the capability to bridge in and out of courses, has the document camera and, and that kind of thing. And so a lot of the Mayport resources are virtual just because we are guests on the military base and um, they do have a base library that our students can utilize. And then for the students at the Jacksonville location, they also utilize a lot of uh, virtual services like um, tutoring can be done online, uh, but we do serve them locally too. So we do have workshops and things for them to do um, at our local locations. Gotcha. Interesting. Each location definitely offers, uh, you know, a lot of unique services, resources, it sounds like. Yes. Um, you know, we do, even though we're two separate locations, because we operate um, together, we can really coordinate. And we do have some students that um, are assigned to our Mayport location that will come to Jacksonville when we have events. We always encourage those students to come here. And then we also have some of our Jacksonville students that uh, work at Mayport but they live over here, so they might attend a class at Mayport. So it's nice that we have that uh, close working relationship to serve the, the students seamlessly between the two locations. Exactly. Great point. As far as the degree programs that we offer, uh, let's dive into specifically the, the degree programs and majors uh, that students can, uh, can take at uh, these locations. Yeah, I'll let Julia speak to the Jacksonville uh, most of those programs at that location. Yes, yeah, so uh, at the Jacksonville location, uh, we offer the Associate of Arts and Liberal Arts. Uh, then we have a Bachelor's in Accounting, uh, Business Administration Management, Criminal Justice uh, with specializations in Criminalistics and Homeland Security, uh, Human Services, Psychology uh, with three specializations, uh, Clinical Counseling, Developmental in General, and also computer information systems 
in healthcare administration. And we also offer uh, education programs, elementary education, middle grades education, uh, specializations in English and social science. Yeah, and I would say our largest programs um, that seem to be of interest um, are our business programs as well as our psychology. Uh, we do get a lot of students very interested in those programs. And then with our education program, we have uh, a large population in our elementary education because that is a state endorsed program. Uh, and what that means is the students that are in our elementary education program can apply to the state for their permanent teaching certificate and everything that they took within our program meets those state standards. It also includes their reading and ESOL endorsement, which are important for educators because those are also required by the state. We have been lucky and able to work with a lot of the school districts in the area. So we have a special program called Para to Pro, um, which uh, the district will offer additional support for district employees that are attending our academic program. And the nice thing is there's no difference between um, somebody who is just really interested in education, they're coming in, they've never worked for a district. So they're getting the same academic program, regardless whether they are you know, a district employee or not, but the district's able to support their employees in unique ways. So it's been nice to be able to cater to that community. Um, and then within our business programs, um, it's nice because a lot of our students do like to go on to our graduate programs, Well, we don't offer those locally, but we do encourage them to learn about our online learning options. So that's been a nice transition for those programs. Excellent. And then in terms of uh, Mayport, if you just want to touch on, uh, I would imagine we offer some similar programs at that location as well. Yes, we do offer similar, a little bit um, fewer options. Uh, they, these programs are catered mostly to those that are in the military. So a lot of these programs can utilize military credits. And so we have... Um, in addition to the AA and liberal arts, we also have one in business administration. And then we have a few additional options for the business administration program. We have logistics and then technology management. And the nice thing about the technology management program is a lot of our military students come in with a lot of technical experience. Um, you know, a lot of them work on aircrafts. Um, they also work on uh, electrical systems and that kind of thing. So we can utilize their tech credits in that program. Interesting. Very nice. As far as the demographics of the students who attend these locations, I would imagine it's, you know, like a lot of our education centers, we tend to cater to the adult learner, uh, the individual who's working full time, you know, maybe several years into a career, uh, might have a family, might be a parent and whatnot. Would you say that's pretty accurate as far as Jacksonville as well? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the majority of our students are non-traditional uh, working adults. Uh, we have a large military and veteran population um, for just most of those that are uh, attempting to go back to school if they've started and had to stop uh, for life reasons or career military, um, but definitely a large non-traditional uh, population. Right. And I know, Jessica, you also did touch on uh, the evening courses that we do offer. And if we just want to get a get into you know as far as scheduling and flexibility of coursework i know that we offer a lot of options really to meet those adult learners needs as well yes so we do have um in classroom options 
they're usually in the evening. Um, they don't start before 5 p.m. Most begin at 6. Um, and this is because most of our students do work. And because we are a very large city with a lot of traffic. So we like to give them a little bit of time to be able to come into the office or into the centers for those courses. We utilize our video technology courses. So we might be bringing in another center's course, which is nice because some of those are offered by full-time faculty that we might not have here. So they really do get um, some inclusion in the university as a whole through that option. And then we also have some of our instructors who teach out to other locations as well. And then one of the other things that we like to utilize is the internet connected classroom, which is um, kind of like a hybrid of the VTT courses. It um, utilizes Zoom and the students can be at home to do those courses. And that's what primarily our education uh, program utilizes um, because we are serving a lot of districts that are close to our location, but because of the large distance for travel, the students might not be able to attend, but they need those um, courses to have uh, interaction with other students and the faculty. Right, I see. And then we also have our able to utilize our all online courses, which is sometimes convenient. A lot of our students like to do a blended schedule. They'll take one online and then one in the classroom. So that just adds to the flexibility. So maybe they only need to commit one evening a week to come in um, and versus two or more. So having those online um, options available makes it even more convenient for our student population. Absolutely, well said. Speaking of our faculty, uh, let's let's speak about uh, the faculty that teach at these locations. I know that uh, in general, St. Leo has a lot of practitioners teaching in the classroom, and I would imagine that applies to Jacksonville uh, as well, correct? Yes, um, I believe all of our um, faculty members here um, are currently in the field in which they teach to. So especially in our education program, some of them are current teachers that do the evening courses, uh, some are principals, and then we have some that have recently retired that are able to go into the classrooms to do the observations. And then with our business program, we have a few that um, are still working in the in the business uh, area, so they are keeping their skills up to date. And um, in our psychology program, um, we have one, um, Dr. Solari, he's actually a clinical psychologist in the pediatric hospital here in Jacksonville. So um, it's nice that he's keeping up with all the trends in mental health. And it's nice that he's got a, um, a specialization in pediatrics. Uh, a lot of our students are interested in developmental psychology, which can focus on any time period um, from birth to aging. And so uh, he does a lot of those type courses for us. Excellent, that's wonderful. Yeah, for Mayport, it's a little bit more difficult to get faculty on site there uh, because they do have to have access to the base. Um, so a lot of our um, instruction is bridged into that location. But that's why I feel sometimes our students like to travel here for class as well. So they still get that face-to-face -face interaction. For sure. Definitely understandable. 
In terms of the staff that we have uh, supporting students, uh, let's just speak about the, the staff in general, and then Julius, perhaps, if you want to give us some insight into your role specifically as an academic advisor. Hey, sure. Uh, so we um, have a staff assistant, uh, Ms. Michelle Frazier, uh, that is one that kind of a jack of all trades for us here at this location. Uh, she greets our students, uh, helps out wherever uh, she can, uh, just to assist the students in whatever their need is uh, when they come into the center. Um, and we have myself as academic advisor, who meets with the students, uh, also available for when they walk in uh, and for appointments uh, to review their degree plans, registration, or just, uh, just wanna come in and talk sometimes. And then we also have a, Ms. Kendall O'Grady, uh, who does primarily the education uh, degree programs, also helping out, charting out students uh, to get them successfully through their degree programs. And we have uh, two new hires. Um, I'll let Jessica speak to those, um, if you would. Yeah, so we're bringing on our new assistant director for admissions. So they're going to really go out into the community and um, help promote our programs, um, reach out to organizations that may be looking for educational partner um, and that kind of thing. So he'll begin soon. And so, you know, it's, it's really just about getting out in the community and sharing uh, what St. Leo has to offer. And then under Mayport, we have an assistant director there, uh, Mr. James Barnett, and um, he does academic advising, but what he also does is he helps set the schedule there. He's basically my site manager because I can't be there every day, so I really depend on him to be the leader. So he'll go to base meetings. Um, if they're having special events, he's kind of the name of St. Leo at that location. And then we also do have a student advisor there as well. And she um, has a really uh, vast knowledge on um, utilizing VA benefits and TA benefits, which is important to that veteran and military community. And the nice thing about uh, Mr. Barnett and um, Michelle Hicks is that they're both veterans themselves, so they also can talk to the experience um, to our student population there. And then uh, just recently, I've um, been tasked to take um, the leadership of the Lake City um, Center as well. Uh, and we've just recently hired an assistant director, which will take on a similar role uh, as Mr. Barnett at Mayport. Um, and so I just really feel like even though we have separate locations, we do operate as one unit and uh, we support each other to make sure that the students are being served appropriately and above standards. No doubt. Yeah. And I, I really like how you mentioned, uh, you know, the veterans that we have in terms of staff and I would imagine even some faculty as well that can really relate to those the military students specifically. Yes, it's definitely a unique experience. My um, father uh, was in the military for 30 years, so I have the experience of being a dependent, but it is nice to have those on the staff that can really, you know, walk that walk and uh, live that type of life. No doubt. Very invaluable experience. Uh, so Jessica, I know you did touch on some of the partnerships in terms of, say, paraprofessional, you know, in terms of education and whatnot. Anything else you want to mention as far as partnerships and anything that we have uh, there in the Jacksonville area? Um, yeah, a lot of what we do um, is working with the nonprofit community um, because a lot of our programs are kind of geared for that. We have uh, the human services, we have psychology, and um, 
you know, I even promote it with our business because in Jacksonville, we have this uh, organization called the Nonprofit Center and um, they have a job board. And a lot of the jobs are not only in the helping field and the mental field, but they need accountants. They need um, financial advisors. They need leaders that can go out and build um, partnerships themselves. So it's nice because I feel sometimes in the business community, that nonprofits overlooked as uh, a type of business. And so, you know, we do a lot of that. Um, we are also part of the First Coast Higher Education Alliance, which um, is a group of all of the regionally accredited higher education institutions in our area. So a lot of businesses sometimes can't um, make a partnership with one individual institution. So then uh, being part of this group allows us to go in as a whole to reach out to their employees about opportunities for increasing their education. And then, like I mentioned, our assistant director for admissions is going to be coming on board. And um, we used to have a really strong relationship with uh, the chambers. So I'm hoping to bring that back with COVID that kind of threw us for a little loop as far as, you know, face-to-face -face meetings, events, and that kind of thing. So we're really looking to get back kind of into a little bit of the more normal operations on that front. Absolutely, sure. Uh, speaking of events, so I know you, you know you did reference COVID. Obviously, has taken a toll on a lot of in-person events, activities. Uh, but across the university, our locations, we are starting to you know begin offering more and more in-person events outside of uh, the traditional courses. And let's just speak about some of the events that Jacksonville has offered, and perhaps even uh, looking ahead. Yeah, so one of the things that I, I like that we do is um, we do offer the CLEP testing. And even throughout COVID, we were able to continue the testing um, because that's not the only thing that we were doing. And so a lot of the CLEP testing centers had closed down completely during COVID. So, you know, obviously we would only have one or two testers at a time, but it was nice to be able to continue that service. And for active duty, CLEP testing um, is covered. Um, so they don't need to pay for that. Um, and then um, it's just a nice opportunity for those that have the knowledge to get college credit that way. And then with our education program being so uh, important to our location and the districts, uh, there's just such a high need for good educators. We do a lot of support outside of the courses that we offer. So we do mock GK testing and GK is the general knowledge test that's required by the state for these individuals. So they get to kind of do a practice test um, and get experience doing that as well as prep sessions and seminars. So we're currently in the middle of our February Saturday series. So it's all day and uh, covers all four um, sections or subject areas of the exam. Um, and that's been brought to our location and partner with our Duval County um, partnership. Uh, they uh, are one of our partner districts that have their employers attend our program. So it's, it's great to have that partnership and be able to offer our space to have that. We've also in the past when meetings and face-to-face were happening, some of our uh, community partners would come in and use our space to host their meetings. Um, we would have a Saturday morning um, 
meeting on Tuesdays that um, had a lot of the nonprofits in the area would come in and have their meeting here. So we're, we're looking to maybe bring something like that back. We've also had vendor fair here, so small businesses. And it was nice because a couple of our students also had small businesses that came and represented themselves in that vendor fair. Um, and that was on a weekend. And um, because we are in a retail area, it was nice to get some traffic for that. And we also do um, orientations for our new students coming in. And then we do community service projects. Um, there were these um, inspirational rocks that you see, you know, you paint them, have inspiration on them, you leave them at parks and things like that. We had some uh, schools come in and the kids painted rocks here. And then we were able to donate them to the school to have a rock garden. So, you know, we do a variety of things just uh, outside of teaching our courses. Absolutely. That's a fun little event. And just in general, I love how, you know, the center there is, is so engaged with the community. And like you said, inviting, you know, business owners and, and whatnot into the center. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a strong partnership, it sounds like. So just to uh, summarize here, I just wanted each of you to provide, uh, you know, basically an, an overview of the, the general benefits of attending uh, either of these locations, you know, the Jacksonville Education Center or the Mayport office. And uh, Jessica, we can start with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll speak to the Mayport location. Um, I think one of the benefits is right there on the base. And so um, it, it's just a convenience factor of they can pop in on their lunch break to find out what the next step is in their program. They have a constant point of contact. So with the military, you know, their plans could change unexpectedly. They could get duty orders. So it's nice that they have a point person that could be like, I just got duty orders. I'm going to be gone next week. What do I need to do to prep for that? And then the other thing is just having that staff that has that veteran background, I think really just makes it a better relationship with the student population there. Excellent. Very well said. And uh, Julius? Yes. Uh, for the, so for the Jacksonville Center, I would say uh, in addition to the facility and the resources available here, uh, the computer lab, the classroom, uh, the workstations, I would say the personalized attention from the staff uh, is the biggest benefit. Uh, we'll all take as much time needed uh, to work with students to resolve any issues uh, and create a positive experience with St. Leo. Um, and then knowing that they could come back and get their questions answered, uh, concerns addressed, and uh, just make you know their experience at St. Leo just a positive one while going through their degree programs. Absolutely. I appreciate both of you with that, that great insight. So to wrap up here, let's provide the contact information if someone listening to this is interested in reaching out to uh, either of the Jacksonville locations, uh, what's the best way they can get in touch? I think it's easiest to prevent to provide the one email address and phone number because like I said, we do work cohesively. So if they're interested in Mayport, uh, we can get them uh, directly there. So it's just Jacksonville at stleo.edu. And then the phone number, it's 904-771-7825. Excellent. And I'll definitely include that info in the show notes as well, uh, so everyone can easily access that uh, that way. Okay, so again, we've been chatting with Jessica Starkey and Julius Collins of the Jacksonville, Florida locations that St. Leo University has. And uh, Jessica and Julius, thank you so much for your time really enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for everything you do for the university yes thank you for your time
All right. Thank you. Absolutely. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877-622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.